Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 106 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is March the 30th, 2023. I am the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox. And I am here with one member of my fire team that all of you CCBs know by now, Jared. Yeah, what's up, Fox? Uh, Chad's gone this week out doing, you know, touching grass finally. I think it's he's the last one of us to finally go out and touch grass. So uh, good for him. Um, but, you know, we'll hold it down. You know, no lore, th- no lore this time around, I don't think, unless uh, Fox surprises me here. But, you know, I think we'll have some back and forth of our general of uh, discourse here. And um, it's going to be a good, good pod. And uh, the Chronicle himself, Chad Ocero, is not here with us this week. But if you watch the other 105 episodes, you will find him there. Uh, everybody should send us a guess of where Chad is uh, uh, to our Twitter, at DestinyCCPod. Uh, let's get the hashtag, where's Chad? Uh, put that on there, and uh, we'll go from there. But remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Uh, follow us on Twitter, as mentioned before, at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend request. Uh, as we kind of discussed, Hippie brought the twab this week. But before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter, at Link of Time G. All right, everyone. Episode 106. And we have a hot fix to talk about, a twab, and kind of like difficulty and destiny is kind of going to be the theme over this. And we kind of talked about that going into Lightfall. Uh, Bungie had that article about bringing, um, what was it they actually said, Fox, about bringing challenge back to destiny, I think is what they wanted. Uh, yeah, sometimes it felt like the pain. But yeah, I think challenge <laughs> was the word that they used initially. Yeah. So before the 12 came out, we got the hotfix. And I, we're going to go over a couple of the highlights here. So uh, Neonuma Freeworm, they reduced the prevalence of elite orange bar enemies at lower base difficulty in Freeworm. And then fixed an issue that was causing Cabal Turrets at, in the Ahizma Park to respond too quickly. Um, you know, Chad's not back, not here to correct our pronunciation of stuff. So um, you're going to just gonna have to deal with it. I'm just, I'm going to say everything wrong that I can. Uh, just in yep. remembrance of Chad. Hashtag where's Chad? Uh, man, I'm I'm fine with this. When I'm in patrol, I don't want to be like two shot, and you know, I'm just trying to get to where I'm getting to, uh, kill some people for a bounty and keep it moving. I mm-hmm. do not absolutely. Do not want to be hit hard enough that my sparrow blows up or I get knocked off my sparrow and then it explodes. Like that is kind of aggravating. It was cool for uh, up until the raid, I would say. Like let's do this uh, up until the raid, every major expansion, and then kick it back down to just normal. 
Mm-hmm. And and I'd be fine with that. Uh, next up is just overall difficulty. So combatant health scaling for two or three player fire teams have been reduced in season 20 legendary exotic mission. Uh, was it like two weeks ago <laughs> when we went through that? We said <laughs> never again <Yep. laughs> with the, the Av- Avalon mission uh, mm-hmm. for the, for the glaive man. That was, that was hard. Like it was, and it wasn't fun hard. It was whatever is just past that. It, it was, it was definitely beatable, but, it, and it was, it took one of those things like you had to, Focus up, but you had to use like your cheesy loadouts in order uh, to beat it. It wasn't fun that way. Um, also, reduced enemy health and legend and master tier nightfalls, battlegrounds, lost sectors, um, offensive hunts, and legend master campaign missions. I, I don't I don't know so much about the the campaign missions if if that stuff needed touched, but the nightfalls were uh, as a hero, the one that's mm-hmm. matchmaking. Yeah. Um, and and then above that is the legend, and I can understand those being touched down because matchmaking nightfall. I don't need to try as hard as I needed to try in order to do those, uh, especially for oh the the one that they the, oh the Mars the, High Spatterground. Yes, yes, my lands. Uh, I wonder, I wonder if. Because they don't talk about Grandmaster, and we haven't really mm-hmm. touched anything Grandmaster, but I wonder if it's still going to be a little excessive. Well, do you remember the weapon surges they added to where like those weapons did like crazy extra damage in Grandmaster's last season to where it made them a lot easier? Yes. So that's it's yes. going to be the same thing again. Okay. All right. Uh, there's some armor changes. Uh, reduce the number of additional stor- scorch stacks. Added by flared up artifact perk from 30 down to 15 in PvP. So that means it's going to reduce the amount of times you get ignited in PvP, make that a little bit harder to to do. Um, I don't know how much Iron Banner you played last week, but those were literally literally zero. Okay, single well, um, there's a lot of that spam, and if it wasn't that getting spammed, like you're just getting tore up by an immortal. Peacekeeper getting immortalized. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's some uh, weapon changes. So they fixed an issue where target lock trait was not correctly deactivating on a miss if a weapon was firing faster than 120 RPM or higher. Uh, 720. 720, yeah. Um, So that's the immortal. That is the rapid fire frame auto rifle from the raid. That has target lock, and I think a trace rifle also has target lock. So those use able to miss a shot and keep tra- target lock going. So that's going to be it's going to bring those back in line a bit. Yeah, I only have like one or two of those. I haven't had a lot of luck with the raid weapons. I've I I still haven't seen the the trace rifle. Mm. Um, yeah, it's weird. It seems like I, I'm getting. The the Nessa's ob- the the shotgun Nessa's mm-hmm. oblation or whatever it is, getting a lot of those. I th- had like three or four red borders of that, and the uh, the linear fusion. I've already have it craftable. Like, oh wow! And that's really it. Yeah, I and I got it, and maybe maybe the the first round of the second week, I had five red borders of it. Like I mean, yeah. but but I just keep getting it. 
Interesting. So I haven't even, like I said, I haven't even seen the trace rifle or obviously the exotic. So yeah, I've only got one trace rifle to drop. So, um, all right. This they fixed the issue where some players weren't able to acquire Whisk Runner Catalyst, decent Catalyst, and I think a lot of the the new lights usually that's one of the first catalysts they get. So it's nice that they put that easily accessible again. Quicksilver Storm and Touch of Malice are receiving their forty percent damage bonus against uh, minor enemies. So I think that Quicksilver is going to be pretty great with a lot of strain builds now that is doing the extra damage. Yeah. So. All right, so with that in mind, we're going to go into the TWAB here. And the TWAB's first little conversation here is about difficulty conversation. So they heard a lot of the feedback from a lot of the players, and they reduced the enemy hit, hit point scaler in all non-raid dungeon, legend, and master activities by 10%. And then they reduced the co-op enemy HP scaler in legendary Avalon by 33% and a full fire team. So I guess that's just giving us more of the data points uh, that that was mentioned in the hot fix. So I actually would have rather them left Legend of Avalon this the way it was. Like making it be like that difficult of an activity and it actually just be super, super challenging. Um... I I think I I think I agree with you there. I I I'm totally cool with like the the free roam stuff and all that, but I I'm not I I kind of agree with you on the Avalon. Okay. I saw that and I was like, man, I'm not really I'm not really crazy. Like 33 percent in a full fire team, that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm not surprised because Bungie can't make the game too hard or it gets rid of that uh, Eververse money from the people that uh, stick around. That's true. That's true. All right. Next up, uh, condemnation changes. So Hawthorne's condemnation target is changed from 20 down to 5. And then remove Guardian. Is that, just, is that just one raid? Is that just one raid now? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Heck, that's one boss checkpoint. Not even you don't have to do the complete raid. <laughs> as long as you wait an hour <laughs> after you did the last one, you can shape. Uh, they removed guardian rank objectives that require players to give condemnations from ranks seven, eight, and nine, and then further reduce the condemnation score requirements for guardian rank seven to nine. So seven now only requires two hundred. Rank eight requires four seventy-seven. And rank nine requires nine ten. So that's the second time around; those got nerfed. Um, Are people really having that much? Like, I don't. You guys know me, forever six uh, veteran. But like, are people having that much trouble with these commendations? I mean, I I remember what was it? Seven fifty was what you needed initially to get to seven, and yeah. and they've really they've really nerfed it by like what is that like seventy five percent or something crazy at this point yeah and i think whenever i was kind of caring about ranking up initially i was like man that's 750 that's going to be the hardest one to get it's going to take forever and it took like seven or eight days <laughs> like it wasn't like it took yeah. anything crazy and now 
seven fifty is enough to almost get you to rank nine. So I don't I don't know. So I think the issue with that is like if you're a solo player and you don't do a lot of playlists, dungeons, strikes, like you just do like you've been doing Neonuma, you've been like taking your time through the campaign and then doing like solo lost sectors, you don't get any doing that. Like I I understand that, man, but at at what point is it like if you're playing this game solo Mm-hmm. should it should like how much should we bend over backwards for the 10 percent of people and if if you're playing solo like aren't you essentially just like a strike warrior or a crucible warrior i mean i yeah. doubt there's not a very crucible many been the most stingiest place i've ever seen like most people you only get two right yeah and then most people will leave them before the game like you can't even give them out like maybe yeah. moving on to the next game so um like this makes sense because ranking up should be more about you as a player, what you've done in game and not about what awards you give out or awards you receive. Yeah. I would, I wish it was more triumph, like triumph based, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like the, if every triumph had like a difficulty scaler of like one to five on it and once you did enough difficult things, like once you got a hundred points, whether that be 25 star difficulty things or 100 one star or whatever, then, then, then that, that's how, that's how many you need to go from seven to nine. Or I think that would be mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot cooler way to do it personally. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now me and Chad both like want to have this rank kind of go up. We're like looking at it and like, kind of consciously doing it but not like really seeking it out um you know and whenever this changes they drop us all back to six next season if Bungie still continues on that i think our opinion of it's going to change uh yeah, quite a <laughs> oh bit. really <laughs> i think i think I dude think listen so. i won't tell you I'll, i'm gonna tell you how it's gonna go everybody is gonna be doing this and what percent of people read the twab um, i mean Let's say at best, at best half. Let's say, I would say at best 30, 30%. I would say hear about it. I think half hears about it. Right. So, so these people go in and they grind it up and then they're back to six Mm -hmm. and they're going to be real mad. And, uh, Bungie's going to do their thing where they listen to everybody for a while. And then probably the last season before leading into, the next expansion they're going to have some sort of permanent uh a permanent thing or something or what they'll do is they'll make it to where every rank that you get to each season is denoted underneath of your title so Mm. you know like right now we're conquer sevens or whatever well below or like it'll be there'll be a seven and then there will be like a a 32 underneath that that'll be how many guardian ranks you've achieved cumulative so each, whenever each we day. like walk in it's going to be like masande announcing i would like it yeah. to change to yearly for the guardian rank like what like when the expansion comes drop it drop people back now if you're yeah. dropping everybody back to the same level that's a lazy system there should be something in place for like if you played all four seasons 
you did master raid all the time you did the dungeons all the time like you should not be dropped back to the same person that played lightfall for three weeks and then didn't touch it again for until the next expansion but isn't that kind of the mmxx titles and that their purpose to show what you did for the whole year yeah but nobody rocks those like those are just like those are baby titles those those are the titles that they just give away to everybody in game to make them feel better for attaining a title i feel like they're like seasonal titles are the lowest and then those are that one is directly above it like yeah that one in dead eye yeah right there yeah yeah or um what is the like dredgen? That's a pretty <laughs> a pretty low one. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're like a like a full blown dredgen every. The only time I'm season. impressed is whenever I see the gilded dredgen as week one of the season. That's the only time yeah. I'm ever impressed. It's like the third day. It's like <laughs> Jesus, dude. You've already you've already won fifty. Yeah, fifty games. Well, it's not fifty anymore, but. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is going to be a preview of the mid-season patch. So that's going to come out like either, uh, what is that, like week eight, week nine-ish. So um, Bungie's heard our complaints about primary damage, legendary primary damage. And right now, basically, if you're not using the SMG, you just feel like you're just shooting trees at the enemies. Yeah. So um, auto rifles are going to get buffed by 25% damage. So that's pretty big. Uh, pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms are getting buffed by 20%. Scouts by 10%. And then SMGs and bows are going to be unchanged. Are you uh, Are you surprised? Like, I read all this, and I I feel like Old Bungie would have taken, like, <clears throat> auto rifles up 15%. Pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms, 10%. Scout rifles, 7%. And then nerfed SMGs and bows, and but uh, yeah, so they're but the fact that they they not only raised all these two SMGs and bows, but also nerfed the enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, That's that's crazy. Like that's a lot of this is a lot of percents, man. Like a whole lot of percents. And so we should be able to tell a pretty big difference. I think. Yeah, you know, I think um, ever since the duality dungeon drop, the amount of enemy congestion that has come out now in a lot of these missions and everything else to where it's really fun to move really fast and kill a lot of stuff in a short amount of time and they keep those enemies coming at you. By doing this, they can keep flooding the area with enemies and giving you viable ways to continually take them out. I'm all for it, by the way. I mean, this game is a uh, power fantasy. Like, it's not meant to be a super balanced thing. So, I'm fine. Uh, especially, like you mentioned, the the enemy congestion density thing mm-hmm. makes a, yeah. a big difference. Now, if it was the old days and there were like seven cabal on the screen to shoot at <laughs> total. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they shouldn't take 30% of their health away and buff our damage by 25%. But, um, I think that might, that might make auto rifle, some auto rifles feel pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the, the I think the raid auto rifle, the the rapid fire frame auto rifles used have always been a fan favorite. Um, and now they're probably going to be even a little bit better. Even some of them gnawing hungers might come back out too. Um, I haven't seen many people talk about this, but what's the exotic auto rifle that uh, now it's escaped my mind that you can just continuously fire and it just keeps ramping up the speed that Titans usually uh, use the, the sweet business, sweet business. Yeah. I think that <laughs> that might be, um, dude, and vanilla D2, I wanted that to drop so bad. It took me for, I was just, all I wanted to do was walk around with a chain gun. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. so happy when it dropped. I did see a funny post on uh, Reddit or maybe it was on like a, it was a Twitter reply or something of somebody playing like a six stack and Iron Banner where all six people were using sweet business. And it just made mm-hmm. me laugh thinking about the terror that you would hear. Oh, it's just so annoying to hear it entire like no matter where you're on the map you're hearing it uh, but yeah i i uh this is overall good i think if hand cannons are one shot one headshotting enemies again i think that's that's a game changer right for hand cannons being great in pve again yeah that's gonna make me get that nation of beast god roll back out and um there was uh is it Ancient Gospel, the one that's out of Garden mm-hmm. Salvation that was a solar? Yep. Um, that was like a 140, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's some fun guns that are just kind of sitting in the vault. So, yeah. uh, might, might, might do you some good to maybe pull a mountaintop and a recluse out of collections <laughs> and just throw, <laughs> throw them in the vault. Might be, might be worth your time based upon some mm-hmm. reading that I've seen. So, oh, okay. Okay. Um, all right, next up, it's just some like individual weapon changes that's coming in the mid season patch. So, the Aquilus SMG, um, I don't know how much you know the listeners have played PvP. I know we played one weekend of it, and if it wasn't somebody wasn't running an immortal, there was running a kitted out Aquilus SMG. And the reason that those are so good is that they basically have built in uh Zen moment. And whenever they developed the SMG back in uh, Destiny 2 Year 1. So they took that away. So now it's going to recoil a little bit better. Um, and now if you're getting laser beamed, you just know that that person's running a Cronus. So you can just report <laughs> them for cheating. Don't worry. I, I report so many people. Pretty much if you, if you kill me like three times in a game, I'm reporting you. Don't you worry <laughs> about that because it's not me. It's not my <laughs> fault. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah so basically if somebody's shooting the Aquilus smg and it doesn't move they are using a chronos for zim it's that is what it is now um so to watch that out now whenever you see some of them streamers going i know let's that run, this was uh, McKay. this is like a, a dark future uh but if, if we were still on console do you think you mm-hmm. would have perhaps picked up a zim or a chronos at this point oh man I don't know. I probably would have depended on how much PvP we was playing. You know? Yeah. I don't I don't think that I would have ever done like a mouse and keyboard type thing without without a computer because it's just it was too much hassle. Mm-hmm. But if you could get the benefits of mouse and keyboard on your controller, 
or something. I don't know. I pro- I'll put it this way. I would have watched a couple YouTube videos at the very least. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and checked it out, see what it was about. Yeah. Um, next up is rapid fire frame fusion rifles. So they Bungie believes that right now that shotguns are in a good place with the change to pellet spread and then taken away. You can actually slide and shoot a shot and actually hit with shotguns now. So they are buffing them back a bit. Um, some people are really scared. They're already talking on Twitter how this is now going to probably run crucible lobbies now. So just be prepared. But they are now increasing the damage per burst by 15. So the total damage is now up to 260 from 245. And per bolt goes from 27.2 to 28.9. Um, so I think now you can miss two bolts or I think or something like that. So there's a lot of craftable rapid frame fusion rifles out there. So you'll be able to like basically make exactly what you want it to be. It's the, the iterative loop is the one that I saw people talking about a lot on Twitter earlier. And I think it was under a fallout tweet. Mm. Uh, so if you get on there and look, and I think it's like the turnabout or cornered one, one of those perks with like, uh, uh, maybe like under pressure or something. Some combination mm. of those looked to be the one that uh, that they were talking about was was pretty decent. And if you need that, that is the iterative loop is a Niamuna uh, okay. weapon, I believe. One from old Nambi up there. Yeah. Well, Fox, I mean, I can't wait till you get occluded finality because that shotgun. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't wait either. Dude, it's I use it in PvP and I use it in PvE. That's all like it's my it's so hard for me to take off that weapon. Um and, and I, I saw and, uh I, I watched a data video when the mm. master like he put out and where like one of his fire team members was in a work meeting for two hours, so they had to five man the thing and keep him alive. And uh and he was using it in there and it was like Every bullet alternated back and forth between the stasis and the solar. It looked mm-hmm. like so. It, it, it looked pretty rad. I'm excited to get it. All right. Next up is trace rifles. Um, they think they can be very deadly in the right hands and also um, take a lot of flinch at different times. So they are uh, increasing the base damage by four percent, and then they reduce the position multiplier from one point four to one point three five. Um, they that so that Crit damage goes from 16.8 to 16.9. So nice job, Bungie. And then they increase the effectiveness of stability uh, from flinch by 10% out of the 100 stats. So usually those stabilities on trace rifles are pretty high already. So you'll be taking a little bit less flinch. What's your favorite What's your favorite trace rifle? Uh, Hollow Denial right now. Lead for gold with repulsor brace, and then you picking up an orb, you're getting Voltar rounds, so you're always getting a Nova shield. I need to craft one of those. I went through the trouble of doing it, but just haven't mm-hmm. haven't uh, haven't done it. I I really like the uh, the 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 solar one, the exotic solar trace rifle. Oh, Prometheus lens. Prometheus lens, man. That gun is fun, especially with like mm. uh, the catalyst and all that done for it. It's uh, it's a fun gun to use. I tell you what, one's grown on me, and that is wave splitter. 
when you pick up an orb, it gets empowered, and it's doing volatile yeah. rounds at the same time. It's pretty nutty. That that was uh, back in the dark days. That was uh, PlayStation exclusive, right? That's Maybe like true. That's true. D- that was the f- like D two year two or D two was that Forsaken maybe? I or, thought that was year one. Uh, Shadow was that Shadow Keep maybe? Did when we did have we trace get, rifles in year when do, one? When did we get Cold Heart? Cold Heart was Cold Heart. Cold Heart was a, a launch. You if you bought yeah. if you pre ordered the game, you got a code to get it. Like yeah. after you beat the campaign or something, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, because I remember using it on. Uh, on uh big cali like cali v1 uh using it with callus there uh in the in the skull room when you, if you get transported or whatever mm-hmm. it was so I think, very important yeah waste photo was out the first year of destiny too then okay but yeah ps exclusive for those fanboys man what a what a what a load of crap man <laughs> that was that was I remember Hawkmoon was a mm-hmm. D one year one exclusive. Yep. Dude, I and you know, all the streamers were playing on PlayStation because why wouldn't you be, right? <clears throat> and they would all be using they used Hawkmoon in PvP. They used Hawkmoon in PvE. Like they purposely left that gun hot. Mm-hmm. Uh and God man, I remember being furious. Cause you used to be able to um but that would have like luck in the chamber. In D one yeah. to yeah. where luck like, and something lined, else too. It's it lined up to where like you could one shot if if like all the stars aligned. Yeah. Like every like one hundredth bullet that you shot through that gun could one shot somebody in PvP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The amount of people have said one shot in Xbox lobbies for the next year afterwards was just like, nah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't <laughs> you didn't get one shot. <laughs> Did you lie? Don't lie. <laughs> of course they nerfed it before it came to Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that Monte Carlo was the other mm. exotic. But sorry. Uh, sorry, up- man. Rem- remember <laughs> when that's the lowest form of conversation, they say. So mm, okay. Um, rapid fire frame snipers is up next. They're re- reducing the recoil by fifty percent, and they increase the total amount of ammunition in the magazine and reserves by thirty percent. So I have a previous revenge sitting in the vault, yep. Yep. ready to go uh, for this. You know, there's another one, Aquila's sniper. It's probably another good one. It's going to oh, yeah. probably rise to the ranks. And it's uh, uh, it's craftable if you did yeah. it last last time. The one point oh point three. Um, yes. I've got a pretty solid one point oh point two hanging mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you mentioned that Pratus. I am looking forward to that quite a bit. And uh, I have one. What was it like? Rewind rounds and what high was the impact other? reserves. The high impact reserves. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. With TAC mag. Oh, I, it, you're gonna be able to fire for so long without reloading with that with that sniper. Uh, it's gonna be great. So wait, is one of the exotics rapid fire? Is Darcy? Isn't Darcy rapid fire? Yeah, Darcy is. Uh, so, so if Darcy gets that buff, that's that's pretty big for Darcy. Especially if you uh, like proc the proc all mm-hmm. the stuff with it and everything. Uh, yeah, man. Up- and then um, 
plus uh not to not to cut you off mm-hmm. but um we know <clears throat> or at some point those vault of glass weapons are going to be red borders and that might end up being uh a, a, a good one to have for the next raid race you know because you know like there was some there was some thunderlord that was being used there and Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have my Thunderlord catalyst done, which, you know, that didn't help things, but might be one of those that's just good to, good to tuck away that one in, uh, that 1% chance you need it, uh, mm-hmm. might be, might be a good one to have. So I'm as somebody that's now going back and trying to finish off some of those r- red border weapons out of like the old raids, it's, uh, it's not real fun right now. So Times are tough. <laughs> All right, next up is Final Warning. That is the new strand sidearm. It will no longer be able to mark targets through a Titan barricade. So um, it's pretty silly what you could do with that. I've seen a couple of vids of you tar- locking on the targets and then like taking the gun, shooting it up in the air, and it goes up and over the barricade. Yeah. And, oh, it's so gosh. dumb, dude. So dumb. I saw it on an Aztec Cross video right after it came out there and i was like man hopefully this doesn't catch on yeah all right next up is teraba um you know it's been running the menace in pvp right now um for a while man i remember that smg came out if i just named it Terra bad for how terrible <sighs> that gun was for the longest time um, but you know, it's, it's going to get a nerf now. So reduced amount of revenous beast energy generated from taking damage from three to 1%. And then they reduced the zoom from 16 to 15. That's the one gun, man, that if somebody's good with it, there's not much you can do about it. No. And I don't know if it's like an easy gun. I don't know if it takes skill to be good with it or if it's just not used a lot, but man, when somebody's using it, I sure do see that I was killed by it a, a fair bit. Uh, last but not least was Revision Zero. Uh, fourth times the charm will now be reset when entering Hunter's Trace. This will prevent the issue of firing a single shot while in Hunter's Trace and being forcibly returned to pulse rifle mode when fourth times the charm activates. Increase the PVE damage of the Hunter's Trace rounds by 25% and increase the PVE damage of the Hockey Heavy Burst rounds by 75%. So, um, Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I did all the bull crap to get all the catalyst and <clears throat> all those runs in like two weeks. <laughs> Last yeah. season, I ran that. Here I am, just grinding that that mission out. And I mean, it's it's cool, but it's nothing that's game breaking. But that seventy five percent sounds pretty interesting because that's a that's a big yeah. number. So that's the two burst version of mm-hmm. the four burst and two burst and it was the two bursts just straight up less damage than the four burst and it creates the uh, sniper shot at a less rate than the four burst so that's why they're giving it such a big a big damage buff there i i actually used it a little bit in the in the mission that you get it out of mm-hmm. uh, like when you're outside the space station walk or whatever yeah um and I would use that heavy burst to kill those stupid shanks. So <laughs> I used no. it some, but, mm-hmm. but not a lot and haven't touched it since uh white ball came out. There's just too many. I mean, let's be honest. There's what, like 
35 good weapons right now to use. Feels about that way. Just like a few in each <laughs> slot and then like rockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, so like, it's not, you're never like lacking. You're never thinking like, man, I really don't have anything that I want to use here because there's about 10 weapons, 10 to 12 weapons per slot that, that are all pretty good depending upon what you're doing. All right, next up, we got some future goals for the, the weapon balance team. Uh, at the launch of t- season 21, that's season of the deep, there's going to be a rework to hit fire reticle to give players more information like accuracy cone, stability, uh, and like exotic buffs that if you're maybe charging up. So uh, reticles are go- hit fire reticles are going to change. Aggressive frame SMG nerf. So that is the immortal. That is Aquila's SMG. That's Teraba. So interesting to see how they're going to hit those again. My guess is probably a stability or aim assist drop off, maybe range touch on those. That is going to be interesting to see there. Uh, 10% PVE buff to snipers. So that's going to be there on top go. of those. That's going to be on top of those rapid fire frame uh, buffs. So maybe the rapid fire frames that, are you, going to be the meta. Do you think that'll go with? Uh... With our boy Izanagi and his burden and all yeah, that. I sure hope so. Because that's like, I think that's the game is really fun when Izanagi is uh, like the top tier to use. Yeah. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that rockets are going to get toned down a little bit eventually because they're just, they're just so easy and just, you know, there's so many, so many good ones. I, what is it like? You got, you got Zavala has one, Shax has one. Uh, was a blowout that mm-hmm. Shax has that I've seen a lot of people going after. That I think that are trying to solo Nezarak and stuff. And so maybe start thinking, maybe start taking a look and trying to get people regnant with the old grenade launcher, getting one of those ready. And uh, so it's kind of, I think, I think it's about time for the grenade launchers to come back, man. Maybe not. Maybe not next season. Maybe the season after. It's kind of because thinking about heavies, um, like snipers are going to be going up. So you know you can do some cool stuff with like Izanagi and uh, and then auto loading heavy grenade launchers. So I'd be ready for that if 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 I was somebody that would be thinking like, hey, Wrath of the Machine or. Um, maybe Leviathan and the Raid Layers or maybe Crown of Sorrow is going to be coming back. Who knows? Um, you might be looking at like a grenade launcher slash sniper meta for those. So just uh, something to think about. And then additionally, they're going to be buffing or adjusting uh, at least a dozen more exotic weapons. Then there's some like higher level things they're going to touch on uh, and weapons moving forward. And mainly it's going to be zoom and how it affects weapons. So, um, so zoom does a lot of things for your weapon, but biggest thing to take away here. Um, if you, if your favorite weapon has rangefinder, might try to get the version that you would love that doesn't have rangefinder. I think it's Oof. the main takeaway here um, that now the range and and drop off and all that stuff is going to be more dependent on the range stat, not less dependent on the zoom stat. What uh, 
what weapon do you, did you really like with uh, with rangefinder? Um, the first I was one thinking comes... like spare rations was kind of the first one. Like maybe it was dire <sighs> yeah. promise. Maybe it had a yeah spare rations was like rapid hit rangefinder was like the one I used the most. Yep, man, what a good gun! If maybe <laughs> yeah. one maybe one day it'll come back. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think... I think it had 92 aim assist, which is like the highest aim assist of any. Game. It was so good. It was so good. And getting the getting the uh, the curated version to drop the mm-hmm. the PVE roll, and mm-hmm. and it had like overflow explosive payload. I want to say on it, and yeah. dude, it was so good. I I just pulled my dim up, and I had one with several thousand kills. But God, dude, it took me so long to get that. So so long. I I played that reckoning encounter for weeks to get one to drop, and uh, yeah, man, what a gun! I really like spare rations. That's that's that and dire promise were probably like guns that I used a whole lot back uh, in the day. Right now, palindrome is something I continuously use with with rangefinder on right now. Yeah, um, but you can't even get a palindrome right now, so. I'm stuck with the ones I have. That was the one gun that, it, it, for whatever reason, that was the gun that I got like seven, like all the all the god rolls of, mm-hmm. like overflow rampage. I think I had a quick draw rangefinder that I used for PvP. Yeah, uh, fun times, fun times though. That was back. That was back whenever before Chad and I switched our uh, RNG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and the last thing in the TWAB, they just explained why Kvostov was used in the campaign cutscene and the condemnation screen. Um, if I'm going to boil this down, it's basically because there's so many bugs and development time needed to uh, do that for every weapon or any glaive in the game. And, and glaives and swords just like completely bugged out the combination screen where they could have and like crazy stuff was happening. So that's why they gave everyone the standard weapon that everyone got uh, whenever there was a new light. Yeah. So I think uh, with that at 42.30, 42 minutes in, man, we're, we're windy tonight. Uh, and Chad's not even here. Uh, we are on to our two likes and dislikes. Um, you know what? I might just throw an extra dislike in uh, just to help, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> just just for Chad's sake. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my like this week is, man, like I'm I'm still having the urge to to get back on in the evenings, and and I'm having stuff to do, and I don't know why because it's nothing. It's the same stuff that I dreaded doing the last two seasons. I still have the desire right now to get on and do so and and it's nice because I'm, I'm not having to worry about oh i need to i need to run my I need to run the the campaign mission so i can get the pinnacle drop like i'm kind of past that point of the season and I'm, i don't care about having to go pick up bounties i just need to make sure that my postmaster's not full so i don't lose any ascendant shorts mm-hmm. um and i'm just doing the stuff I want to do, kind of chasing some red borders, been spending a little bit of time in dares of eternity, been doing some raiding, uh, doing some LFG raiding, which can be a like or a dislike, <laughs> depending yeah. upon when you ask me. Uh, 
usually whenever I go into those, I don't, I try to just be like the chill, quiet, do my job guy. I don't try to boss people or, you know, like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, I kind of just do my thing and take whatever role they give me. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, just try to be chill, you know, yeah, I'm chill and I know what to do. So yeah. it gets me, it helps me out in a lot of those. And you like doing a lot of the stuff that I spent the last two seasons doing, like LFG and raids and, and like getting all those red borders done. I guess the yeah. like, uh, yeah, I ha- all flip. I need, dude, all I need one more. I need, uh, I need one Midas reckoning and I need touch of malice is all I need mm-hmm. out of King's fall. Mm-hmm. And then I need some deep stone crypt stuff, but, it's one of those that I'm just, I think I'm just going to have to wait until like it's on the rotator raid mm-hmm. and just, just absolutely go ham that week. I think, I don't think that doing it every week, I think I need to do the three bosses every week to try to get the red borders from like Tanix. But after that, I think I'm just going to have to farm those first and third encounter. Do you have all the red border weapons out of, out of deep stone? No, I have the shotgun sniper and hand cannon done. Okay. So I have the shotgun, the sniper, and I'm at like three out of five on the sword and three out of five on the machine gun because they okay. both dropped from the boss. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, I I have a dislike, uh, but I'll let you do your like first before. All right. So my like is that I finally finished the campaign on the Titan. I resisted the urge to buy the $20 pass. And, and finally got it done. Uh, I just like casually did a mission or two every week for the last couple of weeks and finally got through it. And I'm just like, man, I got to use all that strand and get that strand currency again to buy all that stuff. And I was like, man, that leads me to my dislike. It's like having to go through and buy all the strain fragments yes. on the other characters. Great, great dislike. Great dislike. Yeah. Um. Man, I still don't have them all on my third character. And I, I, I need like 1,400 of that currency to buy them all on my third character. And I don't... If you run Strand on a character that has already purchased all the things, do you not get the drops any longer? That is correct. So I, I was wondering, I'm like, why, why am I still at 130 of this currency? Why has it not gone up? And I then I was like, oh, because two of my characters, I stupidly purchased every aspect of or whatever. And I should have left one open on each character that I was never going to use to do that. And I didn't do that. So pro tip, if you haven't uh, finished them off, leave one that you're never going to use. That way you can buy them all. You can be earning that currency on every character. All right, so do you have an additional dislike you wanted to throw in there? Yeah, man, I have a, I have a, a, my dislike is, and I I think this is going to be one of those things like once everything dies down a little bit, everybody's going to start jumping on this in like the middle of the year. But spoils of conquest, man, they are way too stingy right now. Um, I could definitely be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it's only on the current raid uh, and the rotator raid that you can get those. And it seems like it only drops out of like the secret chests. 
uh, or and it's only like three instead of five on the mm-hmm. on like the the rotator ones. So yeah. you can run like right now. I'm I'm spoils poor. Like I mm-hmm. used to have a full a full set because we just farmed Templar one night as a group and like got up to like the 150 or whatever the cap was. But right now, like King's Fall was okay because you had like three secret chests along the way that that you could get, but you don't have that now. So one raid should, in my opinion, allow you, if you run a raid from start to finish, get the secret chests and all that, you should have enough to to buy a red border, but you don't. So if you're like me and going back and, you're trying to get a red border out of King's Fall, a red border out of the uh, uh, Deepstone Crypt, and then you still need red borders from the new raid. You're just SOL, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just you're not getting it. You're not getting that much, and you got to pick and choose, which is kind of frustrating. Um, I guess that's what I get for not doing the stuff in the season it was meant to be done. It's uh, it's hurting right now. So there is a couple um, easy ways to go get it. So Vault of Glass. You open this. You open the door, and you have somebody hold that checkpoint, and you swap out on all three characters to go get those two chests. So that's an easy thirty spoils per week. Um, that's not too bad. I, I know a lot of people can go uh, oob and get those two chests, but I'm not one of them people. One of those people. Um, depending on the raid fox, uh, it changes if you get three per encounter or only. You get five from the secret chest or three from a secret chest. So um, uh, it's just per raid and it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So like Last Wish, Last Wish, I believe it comes from per counter and not from the chest. But Vault of Glass only comes from the chest. And there is four chests in Vault of Glass. So if you do a full run um, and then open that chest in Gorgon Maze that everybody just hates, uh, you will get 20 per run. <laughs> So you get the so the very first chest for opening the doors, yeah. like from the Venus. The first secret chest in between the doors and the what is that? Like the Oric no that um complex encounter? Yeah. Like that one. And then you have the one where you get the one out of the Gorgon maze mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And then the other secret chest being which one? The one where you before, drop down the big hole? Yeah, right before Gatekeeper. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, up on the ledge up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, my question is do those only drop? So, like the. Do you only get the spoils if you. Do you have to do it twice on each character to get the spoils or just once? Uh, for which part? The part where you open the door. So, yeah. So, let's say you got six people, right? And me and you together, uh, we open the door, and I just stand there where we open the door and don't move. Yeah. You you go get those two chests, cycle through your other two characters, then you stay, and then I cycle through and do my characters. Do they stay open that long? Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to start doing that, I guess, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know... But it's gonna have to do it um, because I, I remember you mentioning something about there being a vault, a vault thing. So I was like, span. I I was like going through the LFG, <clears throat> the D two LFG PC mm-hmm. Discord server. 
Yeah. And there was like nobody advertising it. So it must be one of those things like you got to do it maybe at the end of the week, like towards the weekend or something. Maybe it's more popular or, mm-hmm. or what. But so it's, uh, I could see us uh, towards the end of the season um, just farming out Nezarek. If you farm out Nezarek encounter, you'll get five per. Um, yeah. Which I think he might be faster than the planets. I don't know. Maybe the planets might be faster. Um, if we ever get good enough at DPS to one phase, that'd be one one to go with. Yeah, man, we're getting close. We're getting pretty close. I think if we had our initial six and you know coordinated a little better, we could maybe do it. But it seems like we're bringing a lot of new people through. Yeah, yeah. So, did you? Uh, I don't know how much how much stuff you've seen, but did you see that there there might be an emblem for? Doing a, doing like full LFG runs for the next contest mode. Like oh, really? nobody can be from the same clan. Nobody can have any completions. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. I don't know. It could have just been Twitter BS, but yeah. who knows? That might be part of the LFG system that, that they put in place. Could be. I think that takes us to the uh, weapons breakdown. Uh, Jared, what do you got for us this week? So Trials is back this weekend. Um, so the Immortal, is, it's in there running. Before we cover that, Astral Horizon is back, and it's still a really good shotgun uh, to use. So um, it's a kinetic, aggressive frame shotgun, so it, it's the hardest-hitting one-shot shotgun in the, that's going on. That's a pellet. So PvE. I'm looking at Barrel Shroud with Tac Mag, Slide Shot, and One Two Punch. Uh, that's just for that's just me personally. There, um, that's if you don't have other shotguns with One Two Punch in the connect slot. Uh, PvP wise, um, my Barrel I do want handling from it, so I'm gonna go Barrel Shroud, and I want range everywhere else. So that's Acarized in Column Two, and then a range Masterwork in a Perfect World. Um, column Three. You can probably customize this a little bit uh, for whatever you like to play as. But for me, I'm going to go surplus because I can usually run something to have an extra ability up to give me the extra stack of surplus. And then, of course, opening shot in that last column. Um, I wouldn't say opening shot is the only thing to get in that last column. Uh, You can get elemental capacitor, um, especially if you're running arc. You're running an arc titan. And my capacitor gives you um, 50 handling. So that means you can go completely range on your barrel and everywhere else. And then that's where you get your handling from. And then either go like maybe go slide shot and column three or threat detector. Man, I uh, this was a gun that I chased heavy back when it first came out. And then Bungie changed the perks. Mm-hmm. And now I just refuse to Refuse to care at all about this. Yeah. So, so if you weren't around for that time, Bungie took away quick draw for all for for all aggressive frame shotguns because shotguns hit the hardest. They should also feel the slowest to ha- to move around. So that's what they did. And replaced it with surplus. I think that was probably a couple years ago now, right? Yeah, yeah. man. Has that has that. Yeah, because yeah, I think we're at, we're up to two years. We're up to two years on the show. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I did notice our our Twitter account hit the two year anniversary. 
Uh, I did tweet that out when I mm -hmm. saw it today. Uh, so, so that was pretty cool. So I know that we're like right at two years and it was something that happened on the show because, uh, I definitely talked about it and my dislike for it. Uh, but man, Astral Horizon, that gun was reminds me a lot of like when threat level came out mm -hmm. because it was, uh, it was a big deal. That was a big gun to chase because you had like mind benders in the, in the second slot and then Astral you could throw in the first slot and, I uh, get that. So um, with that, uh, we decided to hold off on Gambling Corner because we knew Chad wouldn't be here. Um, and Chad does the lore. And uh, so we don't have that. And uh, I was kind of lazy with the mailbag questions this week. So um, I only got two questions. Uh, and Jared hasn't seen any of this uh and this is uh this first one we got i really liked because it's a game that um uh, i've been itching to kind of i i got ha probably two-thirds of the way through it with cousin cody back in the day and just due to life stuff uh cody was in he was in dentist school like dentistry school and uh we just never finished it but it was uh gears of war uh five and uh we had a question here um, do you guys think a horde mode would work in the destiny, in the destiny franchise with the way, uh, the game is set up right now? Uh, so Jared, I don't know. I know you didn't play a whole lot of gears. Uh, this was me and cousin Cody played a lot of gears back in the mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Um, I I'm personally think it. it would be incredible. Uh, yeah. it's similar to the firefight mode, uh, firefight kind of copied some of the stuff of horde mode. But horde mode was cool because you could, in between each round, there were so you had fifty rounds total. But it was kind of like ten, the same ten rounds over and over. But like the enemy damage would be buffed from, and then like their health would be buffed, and then. Uh, but you could build fortifications to like hold them back and keep them like stunned, kind of to to wipe the wave out of the horde mode. Uh, I think it would be so much fun. I really wish, and I know it's unlikely to happen uh, because the game is so far along in its life cycle right now. Probably more of a Destiny 3 thing, but instead of Gambit, if we had a, <clears throat> if our PvEVP was like a horde, horde mode mixed with, uh, there, was a, there was like a, a player part of horde mode to where people could be different enemies. But if they did something like that, uh, to where like the player could come in as like, uh, first they come in as a thrall. And then once they get so many points as, you know, they could save those points up and then they could come in as, uh, an acolyte. And then after the acolyte, you know, they could be a hive knight and then, they could be the boomer knight and then they could be an ogre at the end. And then if they do really well, they could be like, like a unstoppable ogre, right? Like a champion. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the other team is trying to, uh, hold down a certain area of a map and they're able to put up like razor wire to keep enemies back or, um, you know, just different, different things. Uh, I think it could work really well and be really fun. Yeah, um, I did play Horde mode. I played 
I forget what what year of Gears it came out, but I do remember playing that, and I did play it with cousin Cody uh, as well. Um, I don't think we were friends back then. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> working in Destiny Two, uh, that'd be really fun. I always, you know, pictured of like you could do flashback missions to like um, the like of the six fronts whenever they had to protect. Um, mm. I think it was like the tower and all that stuff, and like you could literally like, go around to the fronts and protecting the, the ways and ways of falling coming in at you. Um, I thought that would be pretty cool to do. Um, but yeah, it sounds super fun. I, I don't think Bungie could develop for Destiny Two as of right now, but that would be that would be a lot, a lot of fun. All right, and because I I suck at my job that you guys get to listen to for free every week. Um, what is your favorite cheese, both in game and food? Oh no, um, <laughs> I got it. I, I think. The number one cheese has to be the ribbon cheese, right? Uh, okay, you're you going in game first. In game first, because I need to think about the other one. Um, yeah. All right. So, 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 my favorite cheese, and this is probably cheating, but it's it's between two, and it's probably nostalgia more so than uh, anything. But I think of uh, the the Sunsinger Warlock. Being able to push Templar off the edge with the grenades, <laughs> the solar grenades, and uh, obviously, and I may or may not have been guilty of this. Of uh, uh, I'll say I wasn't. I never did it, but I was in fire teams that did do this. Uh, whenever our boy Crota took a knee, the old pull mm-hmm. the Ethernet disconnect from the internet, and mm-hmm. Crota stays on his knees. Um, you know, looking up at us the whole time and uh, being able to kill him that way. So those are the the two cheeses that come to my mind would mm-hmm. be that Riven cheese, I feel, was an excellent answer as far as Destiny 2 is concerned. Um, And the Riven cheese is was such a cheese that still exists to this day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so many people have never done Riven legit. I've only done it legit one time. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something we should do. We should make a call of this season, uh, even though I think next season or the season after it's coming back with red borders. So yeah. um, my favorite cheese and I, I'm kind of listen guys, like I'm from the Midwest. I grew up in a very much middle-class house. <laughs> so yeah. I don't have uh fancy fancy taste but uh when it comes to cheese i'm like a swiss or a baby swiss Mm, guy as far as my favorite so i'm not anything fancy whatsoever um if we're gonna go like try to be fancy cheese the vermont aged white cheddar um is like the go-to for me if i'm like gonna have it with some charcuterie you know stuff like that but you know if i'm just Give me some cheese on a burger or like I didn't need to be a versatile cheese, just straight mild cheddar. Like, like mild you, cheddar. Okay. Yeah. You can kind of just put it put on it everything. Put it on a taco, put yeah. it on an omelet. <laughs> like you can, it's, yeah. uh, you can, you know, it goes, it goes a long way. But mm-hmm. uh, the other, you talked about the aged white cheddar from Vermont. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. like a delicious cheese. I would yeah. totally put that on like a ham and turkey melt. <laughs> like that sounds very good. Yep. Yep. So 
Um, all right. Uh, with that, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers out for Chad this week uh, out there touching grass. Hopefully his allergies don't get too, too bad. Uh, but uh, I do want to say uh, hashtag where's Chad uh, on Twitter at destiny CC pod tweet us. Uh, we'd love to hang out, do some fun stuff. I really want to get this master raid done. I think Chad said he'd, mm-hmm. he'd be back Monday. So I don't know if we're waiting for Monday for Chad or if we're going to do it without him this weekend. I kind of think we should do it without him just because you get really, we should get it done. I can hold that title. I should hold that. I can hold the title over his head for a whole week, (laughs) (laughs) which I would enjoy. Uh, Maybe we can get uh, snipping and Fred Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) to date since they work with him. You know what I mean? They could kind of hold it over his head. (laughs) <laughs> uh but yeah I'm a, i'll let jared sign off uh yeah so uh missing chad absolutely but you know the thing about him being out there one of them cali boys you know he can smoke up that grass and then all them allergies <laughs> kind of magically go away so uh i'm sure he's doing just fine out there and um yeah uh, um, that good grass yeah, so that clearly we have a missing fire team member this week in game. So if anything you want to do or want to join along with us, just hit us up. As always, go Cats. Love you guys. <laughs>